I'm Eldonzo. I'm Deez. And we have breaking news straight from the landing site in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are going to go straight to the live feed of our new leader's speech to the world. Insanity in my earpiece. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And what the hell is going on in the news this week, Dees? Uh, quite a bit, actually. We and, and something I think we need to get to is we touched on last week, and this was breaking news as we were uh, recording the show. We touched on it. Donald Trump got handed 37 uh, indictments. Yes. And uh, can you pull that story up real quick? We're going to we're going to tie this into what's going on with Joe Biden and the five million dollars that he and Hunter Biden got uh, from Burisma, which was obviously a pay for play scheme. Um, Pull that story up. Let's recap since last week what's going on. This is something that's really pissed me off about everything going on in the world today. Um, How it seems like we live in a bit in a banana republic at this moment. Who would have ever thought that the so-called leader of the country, which would be Joe Biden, could weaponize the Department of Justice so bad that they could actually charge his his opponent, which, let's face it, Trump's, I think he's like, he's like 61% and DeSantis is 31% at best in the polls. So he's leading, obviously. He's going to be the front runner. The fact that they can do this to him is absurd. And we're going to get into that and kind of like going back to the show's opener, we, we're going to talk about this alien stuff a little bit more, I think. I think it needs it because I think it ties into this uh, Joe Biden thing, getting paid from Burisma, and then also Trump getting indicted. I think there's a tie-in with that the more we look at it. But real quick. Interesting. Real quick, I want to say this. Uh, give a shout-out to our sponsor for the show, Seal. If you have sunken concrete slabs, patios, driveways, uh, you pump up the slabs. You can get those things pumped up. They're the best in McLean County, Illinois, at doing that. Uh, They also do residential and commercial spray foam insulation. Now, if you do need a slab pumped up or jacked up, uh, these guys can come out there. They can do it. They use polyurethane spray foam insulation and and jack it up, and it's ready to drive on the same day. So stop worrying and start jacking and calling Viraseal at 309-275-6303. Okay, like I said, heavy news week. Dees and I have been talking about this. We've been going back and forth with it. I believe these are all three tied together, but these, I'm going to throw it to you, brother. You go ahead and recap this uh, this whole indictment shenanigans. And if I'm not mistaken, the indictments came down, I think it was within the 24-hour period of us finding out that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden each got $5 million from Burisma. Same, yeah, it was basically the same day that uh, both of those were breaking. And, of course, uh, we didn't learn of the uh, the actual counts on the indictment until I believe it was either Friday or Saturday it was released, if I'm not mistaken. And, and even then there wasn't a whole lot there, but it was something like he had documents stored on the stage at Mar-a-Lago and, and all this foolishness. 
And some of these don't sound great. But to be honest with you, with everything I've seen that comes out of the DOJ and the federal government nowadays, first of all, I don't believe any of them. Yeah, they could be real. But how do you believe after like Russia collusion, everything they've done to Trump, how can you even believe this is correct? But anyway, let's go ahead and recap it for the listeners or those that haven't been following it. Yeah, well, they end up hitting him with 37 felony counts uh, stemming from the investigation that uh, took, what, six, eight months, something like that? I don't even Since the uh, raid at Mar-a-Lago. been that long. Um, and a lot of them are the same. There are, uh, I believe, six or seven counts, six counts of uh, obstruction of justice and false statements which basically ties to, yeah, we'll get you the documents, blah, 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 and then not. Um, a lot of them, in my opinion, are are pretty much BS, but <clears throat> there are a couple, and in in the indictment, did you read the indictments in the? Yes, yes, I read you know, A couple yep. of instances where they actually have quotes and stuff where, uh, where I think Trump, is going to be in trouble is where they have him on tape talking to a, I believe it was an interviewer for a book or something a couple like that. People. So, so this was the big thing about this. Now, when you, li- when you listen to the transcript of it, let's say they do have a tape. People mm-hmm. would come out and go, Whoa, this is bad, but actually listen to it. I think there's a cop out here. Nobody. And we've talked about this previously on other shows. Nobody has really been able to tell you how and if, a president can declassify documents. What, excuse me, nobody can really tell me what the process is for that. Nobody. And uh, Megan Kelly was talking about this on her show. She made a really good point. There is no process. Nobody can say either way. So you've kind of got this precedent there that he can, he can declassify documents as well. Now, what he says in this supposed tape, if you read the transcripts, is he says, I could have declassified this, but look at it. Look at it. Now, he, we don't know he's showing a document. Okay, we don't know that he can just say, hey, I declassified it and that was it. He could say, hey, I didn't have the document. I was showing him something else. I was showing him notes from this that was pulled out. Yeah, but they don't know by by the wording in the indictment. That doesn't matter. It's the simple fact that he basically is admitting because he says, as president, I could have declassified this basically. And what they're going to use that against him is saying he is saying right there. And then this document is not declassified. But how do you know he should? The big question was he showed a declassified document to somebody. Where's the evidence that what he was showing to them was actually declassified. This is a big can of worms. Okay. Right. And the problem is with this, it's all going to depend on the jury, but the simple fact is he admits at least in the eyes of, um, whatever's Jack, what Smith, yeah, Jack Smith's a blowhard, but anyway, go ahead. In the eyes of him and what he's going to try and present is that, look, he is right here on tape saying, I could have as president, but not. It's still this, classified. That's where they're. That's what they're going to use to try and hang him. Yeah, well. And he's know, literally facing, what, 400 years in prison? Yeah, well, I want to talk about the try to hang him thing here in a second, but something I really want to get into here. This is unprecedented. There's no proof that he actually gave this guy the decla- a classified document and had him read it. And him having classified documents is no big deal, okay? Unless it's something that has to do with our defense, which is now they say it may or may not have because uh, they wanted to start a war with Iran. Yeah, no, and, he clearly said that the document he was referring to was the attack. Right. The, the, um, Did he actually show that document? Did he hold it up to read it? I, there's a lot of bo- there's a lot. I don't of think that matters, though, in, in the eyes of this case. It is, he isn't on uh, 
indicted for showing the documents. He's indicted for having them and lying about having them. And that's what they're going to use. It don't matter if he, you know, posted it on Facebook. The fact is that he had it and on tape admits that he could have, but did not declassify that particular document because he just found it. I think that's what they're going to use. Now, is it BS? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because if you go back to Hillary Clinton, who smashed up her her blackberries? No, she had it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Nuh-uh. yeah. Nuh-uh. Keith she Olbermann had, said no. That screw Keith Olbermann. I got that story too. I'm going to cover that one in a little bit. But the fact that they let her get away with all this, and then James Comey comes out and says, "Well, it's more negligence. You know, she made a mistake." And then you got Joe Biden, who they found classified documents in his garage, all right, next to the Corvette where Hunter was smoking his crack. Nothing came from that. We know you and I know this is a witch hunt. This is in the grand scheme of things that politicians could do wrong. This is not a big deal. Agreed. Now, now, and you made a really good point about going after Trump for this. And you did it on Facebook, too. And I was really happy to see this. (laughs) You're talking about a guy that may have kept a classified document that he didn't declassify in his mind because there's no precedent for that. This is this is potatoes, potatoes. You're all worked up about this guy. Meanwhile, you have a modern day Benedict Arnold. In the White House right now, selling out our country, he's been doing it. Because I'm going to tell you something. This guy didn't just grift once. You, grifters don't grift once and it's like, okay, I'm never doing that again. They keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it. He was selling U.S. foreign policy for money. Yeah. All right? There's We all knew it beforehand, but we really know it now. And that's kind of like a kick in the butts to everybody. We are literally living in a banana republic. The only reason these indictments came out was because Joe Biden wanted him to come out because they're scared to hell that Donald Trump could actually grasp this again. And I'm going to say it right now. And you can disagree with me if you want to. But at this point, what I see going on, everybody needs to get behind Trump. This is not about Orange Man or if he has bad tweets. I don't care what he tweets. All of the Republican frontrunners, in my opinion, should step down and support him. Because I'm going to tell you, if they're going to cut Donald Trump out, they ain't going to make it either. The only way to beat these people is to get overwhelming numbers of votes for somebody that ain't Joe Biden. Overwhelming. That's the only way to beat it because they're going to try anything they can. I guarantee you they will not let Donald Trump become president again without fighting over it. No, and, we need to and, make and I do. I, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, But again, and this isn't uh, um, two points I'm going to make. First one, I agree with you, and yeah, but it's not going to happen. Uh, second point I'm making is <sighs> Trump's got to be smarter than this. Smarter it, than what? Why? Uh, just and he ain't the only one. Obviously, we know Biden did it too. But like the pictures to where you just see these boxes sitting on the stage in an open ballroom. Like, come on, man. Do you like, stop. You know, we don't, we don't know. He did it. We don't even know that's what's in the boxes. All right. Look at all the other indictments Donald Trump's been through. You see stuff and everybody goes, Oh, I can't believe he did. It turns out he didn't do it. Just like he raped each. What do you mean Carolyn he didn't do it? There's room. pictures there. Like that's like, if it's, if he had no knowledge of it, then he needs to fire everybody that works for him. Cause that's just stupid to okay, store well, that stuff you know what? in a wide open ballroom. All the BS I've seen come out about Donald Trump and anybody else from the DOJ. I'm not going to believe it until a jury rules on it. Now, good thing is he actually, this is going to Miami Dade County, which is a red County that supported him. And they actually got a judge that he appointed for this. Yeah. That's the only light at the and, end and of the that's, tunnel. And that's a big crap show, too, as far as people think that she should recluse herself. Yeah, well, she should. Because you know what? They wouldn't do it for the Democrats. The Steel Gods on the show will be right back before Louie Monk shines on City's 99.9.
Hey guys, Dee's here from the Aldonzo and Dee's Show, reminding you to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Aldonzo D's. Not only will you find highlights of our weekly radio show, but you'll also see us do live streams and uh, basically just go off the cuff telling uh, funny stories about our families and uh, D's even throws in some good old strip club stories. All kinds of good stuff. Stuff we can't talk about on the radio. Completely uncensored. Again, that is at youtube.com slash D's. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at D's, And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash D's. Now, let's get back to the show. Saturday morning, and I hope everybody had a good Friday night. As I always say, if you're having a Bloody Mary right now, but these you don't drink Bloody Marys, do you? We've established this. Yes, long long been established. Uh, facts of alcoholic lore. I love vodka, but I do not like tomato juice at all, unless it's like cooked into a good red sauce. Good red um, sauce. I'm but yeah, tell you I, red I just sauce. I can't do tomato juice. So so what do you? So uh, let's let's do this for the listeners. We'll get back into uh, the the gory politics. Let's let's say D's is up partying all night, right? And it's he been wake, known to happen. Been known to happen. Happened to you. Happened to me. All right. Let's let's say D's is up all night partying, and he wakes up in the morning, you know, at like nine or ten o'clock, and he he goes to listen to the Eldonzo and D's show, which he should be doing anyway. Let's say this happens, and you want a little bit of the hair of the dog that mauled you. Okay, like you're you're just man, you're you're just you're just tore up from the floor up. What are you gonna drink? I'm going to pour me another vodka and lemonade. Vodka and lemonade yeah. is your morning drink. Yep. Okay, so you know what? If you're listening to the Eldonzo and D show, you better have at least a Bloody Mary and mimosa or a vodka and lemonade. Yep. I'm throwing back a five-hour energy shot and then uh, pouring me another drink. You have got your proverbial sticks together, and I like that about you, Dees. I try. All right, so we were talking about this Trump thing. Yeah. And uh, we talked about Hillary Clinton. And look, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton— uh, Mike Pence, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, took classified documents. And we've hashed that out before that he cannot do that. He can't de- declassify documents. Right. So everybody's done this. This is what they call a process crime. OK, now, Donald Trump is not selling this to China. He's not using this to gain money from foreign adversaries like Joe Biden's doing. So the fact that this has come out, and now you got Joe Biden, like I said, the Burisma thing. We need to get that. You have that story pulled up? There are several stories that we're, we're going to get yeah, into we'll the get Burisma into thing. But real quick, I want to touch on this: the aliens. So I've been doing a lot of thought about this. Anybody who listens to the show knows that we covered two things last week, which was the government whistleblower that came out and said that he knows that the government has alien spacecraft, and the pilots have been recovered from these spacecraft, right? Yes, but in fairness, he has also now come out and said that he has never personally seen any of this stuff. He is basically taking the word of people that are in these alleged programs. So, so I still believe it, though. I, I would believe it, too. I got no reason not to. Um, and then we also had the story uh, from Las Vegas last week where there was a UFO supposedly crashed, or I would say crashed. I would say probably landed crash landed whatever in somebody's backyard yeah and it was caught and, and if you watch it, it's kind of like a green light isn't it 
Yeah, greenish blue. Like greenish it, yeah. blue, like really slowly coming yep. down. And then uh, this caught on a police officer's body cam footage. And then when that 39 cra- minutes later is when the 911 call was made. Yeah. And the 911 call supposedly was that uh, this person came out and saw these 10 foot tall non-humanoids around this craft. No, no. They were they were behind a um, a big forklift. Like a, not, okay. not like a forklift you'd see in a grocery store. I mean, like a big, you know, uh, outdoor, you know, what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, and I they actually posted the video on TikTok and I don't know what phone they were using, but it sucks because well, y- you can see like some shapes in the background. And there's one particular frame where it almost looks like a giant alien head is right, like right over the top of the the forklift looking it's hard to make out um but like there's like four or five people they're 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 looking at something okay so and here's the thing nighttime too with phones if the lighting is not good could be great yeah yeah but i'm I'm gonna say i'm gonna say a couple things here with this first of all if this is true this is the biggest news that we have ever had um civilians have ever gotten that there are aliens and we had an alien craft crash land if this is true Okay, this should be the biggest thing in the world right now. And it's not. Nobody's even looking at it. So either one or two things. It's real. And just nobody cares because they're all worked up about Orange Man Bad, the Cheeto in chief. Or this was a psyops by the U.S. government. And look, I believe either one. I'd probably this came at just the right time to try and distract people. What do you think these? Uh, I can believe that. But me personally, I believe it's more of a, yeah, go ahead and release it because with all this other stuff coming out with Trump and Biden, like right. nobody's really going to talk about it. That way it won't be a big deal. So yeah, go right. ahead, release the but, report. But, there was, but this was done, and I think you'll agree with me strategically. Yeah. By the government. One way or another, whether it's 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 BS to distract you from the real BS or if it's true and the other BS is there to distract you from the fact that aliens have and are visiting our planet for the last 80 years. He did say the, the guy, uh, Groose was his name. I can't remember his first name. He also has come out and said that, uh, 1933, the first craft was, uh, recovered in Italy and that, um, you, the U S basically took it from them. Now, see, now when I watched uh, men in black, they actually said it was 1947. I think that was Roswell. In Roswell, was, yeah, but, but he he is black. saying we that the first real. craft landed somewhere in Italy. Well, so I still believe Roswell happened. I mean, yeah. there's no question. Why why is Area 51 so super secret? Well, I mean, you that could be debatable. But look, I've seen things, you've seen things. We've touched on this before. We're not going to beat a dead horse on the El Donzo yeah. and D show. If you're just tuning in right now, we're talking about aliens and all kinds of fooly monkey shines and how these tie into the stories we're getting right now out of the federal government and what's going on with that. So my only thing is, I think it's I, I think it's more than just convenience that this story came out. Okay? Agreed. Either no, way. I, I definitely see the the merits of having uh, the, the timing of it, is, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's aliens. But hey, but look, Trump's indicted. Right. Biden's being investigated, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about the aliens. They're going to take over the world. One thing that I always found interesting, and I've read a lot about aliens and nuclear war. Okay? So... I, I haven't met anybody that can actually corroborate this, but I've read an awful lot about it. Supposedly, UFOs are seen a lot around nuclear missile silos, and they have de- deactivated them 
or it was coincidence that they got deactivated somehow and nobody knew how they did it uh, when these UFOs were, were spotted around these nuclear missile silos. So this is what I kind of think sometimes. It's conspiracy theory. Put the tinfoil hat on. You know all that good stuff Eldonzo likes. Kind of messes up my hair, but I still do it anyway. Um, maybe, maybe if we are really seeing these things and, and they're getting this close to us, I'm just saying maybe. Maybe that's because of the deal in Russia right now and everybody's on uh, heightened nuclear tensions. Yeah. Do they want to see us do this? Anyway, it's food for thought, man. If anybody would want to step in there and, and, you know, be a mediator in this, if there are aliens, I think it would be them. But that's just an outlandish idea I've had. You know, I like to sit around and drink and and think of things. But anyway, let's, let's, let's go into why we think that this is definitely related to what's going on with Trump and Biden. Uh, we're going to go back to the Burisma deal. Now, if you guys remember, uh, Joe Biden did a press conference where he was talking about they had a prosecutor that was looking at Burisma in Ukraine, and he literally held on to a billion dollars in Ukraine aid, and he was going to keep that unless they fired the prosecutor that was actually investigating Burisma, which his son Hunter was a member of the board on which Hunter Biden had no energy experience, no gas, no oil experience. He knew nothing, but he was a member of that board. And as vice president of the United States, Joe Biden said, son of a, they fired the prosecutor. Yeah, we should, though, preface that by saying that while it was 99.9% probable that that's the real reason they fired him was because of the connection with Burisma and Biden. But the story was that they wanted him gone because they were saying Ukraine was saying that he was corrupt. Well, who's really corrupt? Saying that was See, corrupt. Isn't that funny how oh he was corrupt? You know, you can always tell what's going on because they project everything. What they say somebody else is doing is actually what they're yeah. doing. You know, it's like Biden. They asked him about this. We got a soundbite that's going to be related. We'll play it in the next clip. But this one, we don't have the soundbite. But they asked Biden about this about getting paid off by the by Ukraine, and he laughs and he goes, "Where's the money?" Just joking. First of all, when he says he's just joking, he's not joking. Second of all, the same whistleblower said that Biden had instructed them to wire it through so many banks and so many false businesses, okay, umbrella businesses, that it would take them year, 10 years to find the money. So when they asked him about it, he goes, where's the money? That's a pretty cocky thing to say. Yeah. You know, if I was president and they asked me, I'd say that's complete rubbish, that's garbage, that never happened. Blah, 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 blah. But, but, you know, he's just so cocky and in your face about it. Almost like he knows something we don't know. And I think the United States government is getting to the point right now, especially with him in it, to where we need some good old boys to go kick down some doors in Washington, D.C. and remind them why this country started and say, hey, look, uh, nothing like this better happen for another 200 years. Yeah, That's and there's, there's other stuff coming out in this story in the past week that uh, it's kind of picking up steam, like, uh, first, we had just the document where the guy said that, you know, five million for uh, for Hunter, five million for, quote, the big guy. And then now it has uh, come out that they have 17 recordings. CYA cover your ants recordings. is yeah. what they 17 have. recordings of phone calls, 15 of which take place between this Burisma executive accountant, whatever he is, and. Uh, two that take place with Hunter Biden. And I don't know, did you watch the Ted Cruz where they had the Senate hearing where he was talking to the deputy director of the FBI and just grilling him? And of course, he's not answering anything. And, and Cruz was 
really getting pretty pissed about it, like or rightfully so. But um, basically not confirming or denying that they had these recordings. And like, why is this taking so long? Like, well, they've had this. We're going to come up on a hard break here. Uh, the Aldonzo and D show. We're going to get into that. But they've had all this information for a long time. They covered up through the 2020 election. You want to talk about election interference? They covered this stuff up. The Hunter Biden laptop, that's election interference. You want to see a real insurrection? You're looking at one right now because it didn't happen on January 6th of uh, 2020. Anyway, this is the Aldonzo and D show. We'll be right back after all these commercial massages. Donzo and D Show coming at you from the Sky Hammer Studios here on City's 92.9. News and talk of normal. I'm El Donzo. And I'm Dees. And we're kind of wrapping up our little rant here. I wouldn't say it's a rant. This is big stuff because this is a turning point in our country right now. Uh, but what we do want to talk about is some of the backlash. Well, I would say it's backlash, but almost supportive opinions on Donald Trump from members of the left. Chris Cuomo was, was out there saying that this smells like BS to him that he doesn't think anything's going to come of it. And you've had a lot of liberals coming out and saying that. I think Andrew Cuomo was one of them as well. So, they, uh, at, on the same token, there's people on the right that are coming out against Trump. Yeah, but like, there's like, not that many. No. There's not. I mean, you got your you got your Liz Cheney's and your turncoats like that, okay, which nobody, nobody gives a damn about. I'll be anymore. honest, though. I think uh, I agree with Hunter, or not Hunter, Tucker, uh, in his episode, I believe it was episode three, all 13 minutes of it. Come on, Tucker, let's put a little friggin' effort into this. Um, where he talks about even the ones that have been the biggest uh, suck-ups to Trump behind closed doors, like they want to see him go down because he goes against the establishment, The you know, all of them. He's not your typical politician. And even the ones that are right there, you know, rubbing elbows with him, I think are secretly wishing upon his downfall so they can get back to business as usual as, you know, which is making money because both, that's, both the right and the left collectively sticking it to the average American person. Yeah. You know, Trump's the only president we've ever had that didn't stick it to the average. He had no desire to gain anything from being president. It's just like when you look at it real quick, I touch on this because we've got plenty of time on the Aldonzo and D show. If you're just now tuning in. Say what you want about Donald Trump. You can you can fault him for all his faults, but I'm going to tell you something right now, and I stand by this conviction. He is the only president in my lifetime that I really believe gave a damn about the American people. Like, he didn't do this to get rich. He wasn't making foreign policy decisions to line his money or line his kids' pockets. And I'm going to tell you something right now. It may, may the good Lord strike me dead where I stand. If Donald Trump was accused of a fraction fraction of the things that joe biden had done they would string donald trump and and don jr he'd already be under a prison he'd be under a prison somewhere no no question i mean look my my opinions of him had again i don't need to repeat them no but i i i love what he did for the country um and yeah it's it was nice to have somebody who isn't the establishment in there uh, with yeah. all of his faults, and there there are probably many, but at the end of the day, he he did put America first. Yeah, you know, that's did. one thing you can't take away from him. I know he pissed off a lot of people with with some of his 
uh, words and opinions and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you know, he wanted this country to get back to what it used to be a long time ago. And right now we're we're in a sad state of affairs. And I personally and I hope against hope that I'm wrong. uh, I I think they're going to get him on on some of these counts. I, so I want to touch on that. I think they are, too. Uh, if you're just tuning in now, we're talking about the, the 37 counts, the indictments that Donald Trump has coming against him. Look, I don't think there's a lot of ways around this why they did this. There could be a lot of reasons. One reason could be to make sure he's the front runner because his, his support has skyrocketed, and it should skyrocket. Um, but if, if they're going for that tactic to make sure that Donald Trump is a front runner, they're saying, but we think Biden has a better chance against Trump than he does DeSantis, okay? But if they're really, if the deep state is really this bad, I don't think they care the front runner is going to be. I think we're to this point right now to where they will overthrow an election. I don't think it matters. If they don't want him to be in, or DeSantis, or even that fat wad Chris Christie, um, I think the next, I, I think the presidents are preordained at this point. Now, let's say, this is what I think. I think they really want to throw him in jail. I th- I don't think yeah. it's about getting him to be the front runner. I think they want to throw him in jail and be done with him. They're scared to death of him. The establishment right and the establishment left are both scared to death of this guy because the people that like him and support him know why they like him and support him. All right? They cannot have, if Donald Trump gets back in the White House, I think there's going to be a major issue for these people. I think Donald Trump has gotten wise. He did four years in there already, and I think he's learned a lot of lessons about who to trust and who not to. And he's going to pack that with some hardcore SOBs. And I think he's going to rain down a hellfire upon them, the likes of which they've never seen. And I just don't think they'll let it happen, and I don't think they'll let it happen with DeSantis. But that doesn't mean we lose hope. It doesn't mean we give up on our on our republic. That doesn't mean we do that. We just keep charging because that's all we can do until the fat lady sings. So that's my that's my take on it. Agreed. So, uh, I want to get into this real quick. I got the soundbite pulled up. We were talking about people coming out. I wouldn't say uh, supporting the former president. Let's not say that, but kind of calling this out for what it is. These, uh, This is a Fox News story. Okay, this is a clip from CNN. Can you preface this for everybody? Yeah, basically, uh, Fox put this up, and it was a clip from a CNN kind of a roundtable discussion where they were talking about the Trump indictment. And... Uh, CNN legal analyst uh, Ely Ellie Honig uh, called out the Department of Justice for for slow walking the Hunter Biden investigation. We got the clip for you. Yep, right here. It's a great point about the Hunter Biden investigation at DOJ. This is preposterous. This has been pending, according to our reporting at CNN, since 2018. Five years. And this, by the way, this investigation is not the laptop. This investigation is a tax issue. Did Hunter Biden declare his income? And a, and a sort of obscure gun law. Did he possess a gun while he was addicted to drugs, which you're not allowed to do under federal law? Did he lie about that? But five years, I mean, that's a five-week investigation. Somebody, And this spans the Trump administration and the Biden administration. Someone's got to make a call on this case. I don't know what is going on, but it, it's beyond anything I've seen before. And the U.S. attorney was kept on from yes. the Trump administration in that case. And, and again, there's no parallel. Nobody's saying there's a parallel to anything that we saw in the 37 charges. Um, but to your point, it's been, it's not a question that just Republicans or, or kind of operatives have. Like Democrats are also kind of shaking. Make a call. Bit, yeah. So one, one thing, a couple things I want to touch on about this. And I agree. It's good. The guy come out and say, you know, this is being slow walked with Hunter Biden. But it, it absolutely was all about the laptop. And the reason is 
The FBI had the laptop for at least a year before the 2020 election. Okay, there's a reason they kept that under wraps and tried to keep it down. There's a reason they called Facebook and Twitter and said, hey, look, there's going to be some Russian disinformation coming your way about Hunter Biden. If people would have known about that laptop and its contents, that could have easily, easily swayed the election because people didn't want to believe just how corrupt Joe Biden was. And this isn't about did he file his taxes? Okay, this is about why did he not file his taxes? Because on that laptop, you have evidence that he was getting bribes and pay for place schemes from foreign countries and using his old man's influence on it. Okay. Now, the thing about the gun, this wasn't about having a gun while you're addicted to drugs. He lied on a form 4473, which is an ATF form when you buy a pistol that says you are not addicted to illicit drugs, narcotics, and whatnot. So what he's done is he's outed himself. Now, here's where I get pissed about this. If that was you or me, D's, and we lied on that and we got popped, you better believe the ATF would come after us. Oh, for sure. As conservatives. Absolutely. Okay? So it's I get what the guy's saying. I appreciate he's making the point. Why are they slow walking this? But he could have been a little bit more forthcoming, done a little bit more homework, too, before he blatantly played down what was going on with Hunter Biden's laptop. That was election interference through and through. Your take. No, I 100% agree. They, you know, nothing, nothing really it was, quote, Russian disinformation, all this, that and the other. Nobody really wanted to talk about it. And yeah, it definitely could have swayed it. And now coming from the New York Post, Hunter Biden's associate, Devin Archer, yep. if you remember him, uh, oh, is yeah. in talks now to talk about the alleged $10 million bribe from Ukraine. And they were wanting it to do this week, but there are talks now and it's going to happen at a future date. So it'll be very interesting to see what, if anything, comes out of this, which judging by what's been going on over the last five years, probably not a whole lot. Uh, one of the New York Post um, reporters was basically walking with or around Joe Biden after one of his appearances was was asking him, what you know, why do they refer to you as the big guy and the emails and this, that, and the other. And Joe Biden just looked at him and said, why do you always ask dumb questions and turn around and walked away? Like, well, so, so something else, you know, Tony Bobby Linsky, who came out and did a show with Tucker and, and spilled all these beans and nobody listened to him. Nobody, he just disappeared off the face and he's not disappeared, but he's, nobody took him seriously. This is right before the uh, 2020 election. There's one more soundbite I want to pull up real quick. And I don't know if you can hear it, but Joe Biden's chuckling when the reporter asks him this. Let's play this real quick. And go. Are there tapes that you accepted bribes, President Biden? Is that true? Would you comment on the arrest of the former president, sir? In this video, he's chuckling. Yeah. I don't find it funny. Okay. And I wouldn't, if I was in that hot seat, I wouldn't find it funny either. I, I, Joe Biden's gone, but he ain't quite as gone as everybody thinks he is. So, anyway, we're going to be right back with uh, with more, and I think we're going to move on to the next segment to something a little more lighthearted. This is the Eldonzo and D Show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk Studios here on City's 92.9, the music talk of world to normal. 
you know, I'd say we're going to switch gears. And I'm Dees. Oh, yeah, I'm Eldonzo, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of right out of the gate with that one. Uh, I'd say that we're going to switch gears. We kind of are going to switch gears. But there's, you know, we both... We, so this is how this works with the show. Uh, we have Google Notes, and we, we both pull these different stories and everything. And we just add them on there. He's got Jesus has his section. I've got mine. And then sometimes we both see the same thing. And I think you had this one too. We're about to talk about right the uh, the trans TikTok influencer. Uh, I have a had a story about it, but yeah. then I saw you put it and I erased mine. Right. So either, we, either we both we both looked at it like, oh yeah, this is a this is cannon fodder for Aldonzo and D's. And we're gonna pull that up here real quick. Let me get this going. It's just. This goes back to one of those things to where you can just tell this is like a this is like somebody burned food, like burned popcorn. You can smell it's just so overdone and just the stench of it. And look, we're not I don't think there's any reason at this point for us to really beat dead horses about how we feel about uh, transgender folks and LGBTQ. I mean, you and I pretty much had the same thing on that. We I think we pretty much feel the same way, which is let them do what they want to do. but. The whole weaponizing them thing. Yeah, I, I've actually got a a bit of an a, amendment to what we're going to talk about that you'll know nothing about, but me as a, a gamer uh, know quite a bit about. But anyway, well, let's get into this in case folks <coughs> didn't catch us in the news cycle. And I just want to preface that with there's an awful lot of people that don't have time for the news. OK, there is. And and these, you know, these you weren't much of a news guy before we started doing the show. I was zero news. Right. I, I got for for several years. I got I would say 95 percent of my news from John Stewart. Yeah. Which which I think you can admit now probably wasn't a good source back back then. It was. I mean, he was, he was John Stewart was while he is liberal and now he has uh gone even further to the left but on that show he was not you know super far left like he called a spade a spade and it, I, I agree with that yeah. john left uh, uh john stewart had some good points but he yeah. was left wing and it was more of an entertainment and show. to this day i love john stewart for his fight for the veterans and for the the 9-11 first responders can't take it away from him but yeah. my point is you know full well that once you really started getting in the news you're like Holy sticks, I don't know anything about news. And yeah. then you start diving into it, you know, and actually get it's one of those things where you got to go in and cross reference it and do all this stuff to make sure you've got the right information. And it is, it's a it's a it's a chore. We do it because we have a show, because we've gotten into it, we went down that rabbit hole. But I understand that there's a lot of people that may be listening that don't have the time to look at it. Well, that's why you have Eldonzo and D's here locally is to do all the digging for you. So if this missed you, we're gonna cover it. Trans activists flaunt bare breasts at White House Pride Month event. Now, if you just heard me say that, and, and you, you're like, what? What did he say? Trans activists, trannies, got exposed tops at the White House Pride Month event. Now, if you've seen the video, have you seen the video for this, Dees? Yes. It's like, you wouldn't think this would go on at the White House. You, you wouldn't think. <laughs> you wouldn't think, but it did. So here's the story. Trans activists filmed themselves flaunting their breasts in front of the White House during President Biden's Pride Month celebration this weekend, causing an uproar, naturally, on social media. A TikTok influencer who goes by the name Rose Montoya, a biological male who is transgender, originally posted the video from Saturday's event. It shows Montoya and another unnamed transgender activist, a biological female, bearing their breasts, or lack thereof, on the South Lawn with the White House in view behind them. 
Now, I got to say something about this Rose Montoya. She's got a good doctor. Dude, I'm telling you right now. She's got a great if doctor. If she came and picked me up at a bar, yep. you know, it's like Jack and Jill went up the hill, so Jack could yeah, – never yeah, mind. Yeah. I can't say that. We'll save that for the uh, commercial break on YouTube. But it's one of those things. But anyway, the point being – Meanwhile, the biological female that was with the surgical yeah, scars had a like traditional what you would call a dad bod. Like I, I didn't even know. I thought that was just honestly, I thought that was a dude. So Montoya and you could see it in Joe Biden's eyes. Joe Biden's like, I'm going to give you some of this guy. Uh, she had a meeting with President Biden while while she was out on the lawn. Not really had a meeting. Well, but they I mean, had she, a, they she, had an interaction. Well, it's, OK, yeah. it's it's something there has to be some kind of a yes, this is approved. You can meet with the president thing. Okay? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're that close. Uh, just like oh, who was that? Well, we'll get into that later. So uh, she goes up to him and kind of embraces because it's an honor, Mr. President. Uh, trans rights or human rights. Biden is then seen holding the camera in an attempt to take a selfie with Montoya and, and other attendees, but the camera was set to video mode. So we're going to play. I don't <laughs> he know. If can't he can't even operate a phone. So you guys can't see it, and there's really not a lot of audio, but we're going to give you a play by play of what we're seeing. And this is from uh, Breaking 911. Let's see if we can get this uh, D's brought up on a Facebook page or something so everybody can see it, or I'll share it. But here, we're going to look at it. So. Welcoming them in. She's talking to Jill. She's he's grabbing Biden's hand, and she's cute. It's, well, look at that. They're out in front of the White House, jiggling her boobies. Yes, she is covering the nipple. I'll give her. Well, I don't so care. Jeez, you, you can hardly see the nipples, D's. And here's old Biden up there. This is just now to be. To, oh, it's to, a slow. I can't slow mo. Wow, <laughs> this got Biden staring at her. But got, to be fair, guy's got a nice not, butt on him too. I got to admit. Yeah, no, it's like I said. If that tried to pick me up at a bar, I'm probably going and getting a surprise. Get but, up, get up, get get that skirt up and boing 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 boing. Whoa! It's like that the crying game. To you know? be completely fair, though, the exposing did not happen around the president. He was no longer right there. It's still at the White House, and there no, were, I agree. There were I, I 100% agree. And then she came out and said that you know it's legal in Washington D.C. to be uh, topless, which it is 100% legal. You can uh, don't shake your head. Let me finish. It is 100% legal for man or woman to walk around Washington D.C. topless. However, the White House lawn is federal property, and therefore it is not legal there. There, awesome. And, D's, D's so proud of you, man. You, you, I bowed my head because I thought he was going off on some no way, on, So this is no. He was you got yeah, got me. I should have gave you the the benefit of the doubt with that one, and I didn't. I apologize for that. And and now after all this has happened, you know, she's gone on to the Twitter scope and TikTok trying to defend her actions, but. Uh, many people in the LGBTQ, XYZ, Elemental P, blah, blah, blah. Now uh, I said are, my are, com <laughs> are coming out against this person. Uh, and here's just a sampling of, of some of the quotes. Um, respectfully, the beep you pulled at the White House set the trans community back so much. This was a family friendly event. And I'm pretty sure you knew that exposing your boobs was not appropriate. Conservatives have been demonizing trans people enough already, and they're going to continue doing so, especially after this. Uh, another one says, as a fellow trans woman, I cannot help but express concern regarding your decision to bury your breasts at the White House. So, like, people are not happy that she did this because, so, and they bring up a fair point. Like, 
with everything that's going on, whether you want to call people transphobes or not, and we can, we can get into that with, but it's not a good look. Like, look, let me tell you what these people are that just said that, that just condemn this. These people are probably legitimate transgenders. Okay. That are logical that know they've got to struggle ahead of yeah. them and probably see that there's a lot of shenanigans going on that shouldn't be. And they know this is not making their plight any easier to deal with. Agreed. Now it's great that they shot it down. Okay. Now let's, let's get to this real quick. I'm going to finish up part of the story. It's great that they shot it down. Uh, white house spokesman condemned the behavior in a statement on Tuesday. This behavior is inappropriate, dis disrespectful for any event at the white house. It is not reflective of the event we hosted to celebrate LGBTQI plus what the hell ever families or the other hundreds of guests who are in attendance. Individuals in the video will not be invited to future events. The damage is already done. Yeah. All right. You got the president of the United States out there knowing this. It's happening right in front of the White House. And they come out and play damage control. Afterwards. Yeah, they, they basically come out, they that. said what had to be said. But exactly. Uh, you know, it isn't like this person is likely to be invited back anyway. You know, the biggest thing, and I was telling somebody about this just, just this week, Joe Biden goes up and shakes rose montoya's hand and that's really sweet and then she gets her her fake boobies out okay because just like they can't have they can't have babies they can't have real boobies like that either okay so let's just just cut it right there comes out and does this that's condoning the actions that went on at the white house look yeah. that's th so guarded by secret service there are eyes everywhere at that at the white house nobody just does something and then the white house like yeah we missed it don't bs us just stop. Yeah, they have much better cameras there now than, you know, they had back they don't, in 2001. They know everybody's when, name and what they're doing at any moment in time, especially when the president the of the United States is going to. Right. Especially, <laughs> especially when the, United, the president of the United States is going to be in distance to shake their hand. So that's BS. They're weaponizing these people. Joe Biden doesn't give a damn about transgender rights or gays or immigrants or blacks, Hispanics, nothing. He doesn't care. He's using his pawns in this game. So is the federal government. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. We're happy again. We'll be right back here on Cities 92.9. Hour number two. Right here on Cities 92.9. The news and talk of women and normal. This is the Eldonzo and Dee's show. I'm Eldonzo. I am Dee's. And we are back and uh, just kind of cleaning up the mess from the uh, Pride Month stuff and transgenderism and all that. Uh, Twisted Sister frontman Dee Snyder, who uh, has been very outspoken over a myriad of issues over his career, uh, come out and, and had a little interview on Fox News uh, Digital. And what he says basically like sums up everything that that Eldonzo and I have been saying all along with the whole transgender issue and and even more so than that with uh how he feels as an American person and basically what it comes down to is that he's been calling a transphobe been being called a transphobe and he insists that he is a hundred percent ally of the LGBTQ community because uh his one point of the disagreement is to push back against the mob that's willing to ostracize them if they don't line up completely with their beliefs. And all this basically ties into the fact that they are talking about the 
treatment and mutilation, or we call it mutilation, but yeah, surgeries, that's what it is, mutilation. Yeah, surgeries for kids and everything, uh, gender affirming care. Uh, and he says, you know what? There was a time where I felt pretty too. I'm glad my parents didn't jump to any rash conclusions. I think that's pretty well said. Snyder, however, refuses to back down. In response to criticism, the singer tweeted, parents need to be less reactionary right and left. No need to steer the child in either direction. Let the kid figure it out for themselves, knowing their family is supportive. I had a vet hard, uh, vet hard, at, oh, I'm sorry, a veteran a cop hard ass dad who when he shook his head a lot, but he'd still let me do my thing. And this is basically what I've been saying this whole time. Like, let kids be kids. Don't, you know, every time, you know, Johnny decides he wants to play with a Barbie, don't immediately start putting him on puberty blockers. And I don't see why people get all up in arms about this. Because, like, yeah, I do, because it's going against the narrative. And this yeah. is, once again, a tinfoil hat thing here. And we're going to get back into what D. Snyder said. But when you really look at what's going on, and, and you said, let kids be kids, you shouldn't sway them in either direction. The problem is, all right, there, we agree transgender is a very, very small percent, actual transgender right, is a very, very small percentage of the United States. Yeah. The problem is, when you say don't sway the kids either way, look, I know that if I had a young kid and he's going to a public school, they're pushing this stuff down his throat. Here's the problem. The government is swaying them. The government is pushing them in a certain direction. The school's academia is pushing them in a certain direction. We need to push back when we know that this child of ours is not transgender. We need to step in and we need to stop it. But at a minimum, absolutely not. Do not push that kid either way at a minimum and do not let them do anything that's going to affect their bodies. The problem is they're making it able now for these kids in some states to go on puberty blockers, to get mastectomies, and they're convincing the parents this is okay. Yeah, and D followed up with, with probably his best statement and I could have wrote this for what it says. Says I've recently stated I do not believe young children are ready to decide their gender gender allocation. I believe their choices should be supported and accepted by their parents, but I don't think kids have the mental capabilities to make rational, logical decisions on things of a magnitude that will affect them for the rest of their lives. Preach on D. Snyder, and you're he's a hundred percent correct. Absolutely, because we got to in the United States, right? Well, in Illinois, anyway. I, th I don't know if there's another state that's different. They said Wisconsin at some point, but I've seen that as BS. You have to wait until you're 21 to smoke cigarettes and drink beer, right? Legally, 18 for cigarettes. Not not. Oh, the did state they of did they up it? They upped it. So oh, let's okay. say okay. state of Illinois, 21 and 21. Okay, to own a gun now, you you almost have to be 21 in every state. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to pass that as a federal thing. That's a big responsibility on a firearm, I think, for young people. Okay? To go into the military, you have to be 18 years old before you go and fight and die. That's a, that's a big decision. Mm -hmm. But these are decisions that we as young people make, and sometimes they turn out good, sometimes they don't. But we don't. our brains are not even, even close to being fully developed until we're 25 years old. And even then, we're still idiots. So the fact that you can take a 15-year-old kid and, well, he wants to, she wants to cut her breasts off and be a boy is asinine. They have no, you can't even, you don't even know what you're going to be in life. You don't know how you're going to turn out. Think of us when we were younger. We were idiots. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. 
how can you do it? Uh, D. Uh, Snyder's right on. This. Yeah, again, to beat the dead horse, if if you're if a child out there feels a certain way, let let them let them go, let them experiment with it, but you know, don't let them or don't push them into making a decision that is going to affect affect them for the rest of their lives. They don't a child, you know, in that whatever, however old they start, five, six, seven till you know their teen years they don't know what's going to happen this is this is and, the, and how it's going to affect them on a daily basis this is the problem i want to get this story pulled up real quick and this is where it leads into we've talked about stuff like this before let's find the uh you got that one with the uh, bicyclist the bicyclist <laughs> uh yeah martina navratrol i've got i've got the soundbite these of the bicyclist the bicyclist bicyclist if you would like to pull that up, that story and read fired. it. <clears throat> yeah, this is from Fox News uh, on June 12th. Martina Navratilova. That's a mouthful. That right. Yeah. She Rips is, transgender she? cyclists. Latest triumph in a North Carolina race. And she says, quote, what a joke. So tennis legend Martina Navratilova and former Olympic British distance runner Mara Yamaguchi were among those to slam Austin Killips after the transgender cyclist finished in first place at the Belgian Waffle Ride in North Carolina. Now, before you go into the other uh, places, like second and third, I want to play this so everybody can hear this insanity, okay? Yeah, Killips finished ahead of Paige Onweller and Flavia Oliveira. Labia? And talked Flavia, Flavia, whatever. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, so. And talked about the win after the race, and here's the clip from that. About how they played out and, like, what you're going to remember the most about this victory. I mean, it was just a grueling effort. I'm just really proud to, like, play it out there and get the result. But, yeah, I am. I kind of, after BC, I, I kind of get how things work now, where, like, you really want to be up front going into those technical single track sections, and kind of asserted myself there, was able to get a gap early, then got a flat, and then we were kind of all riding together for quite a while, and um, I just, you know, I have a cross background, and I was just like, I'm going to attack these single track sections as hard as I can, and try to establish a gap again, and did that, um... Uh, God, I don't even know what mile, but one of the mid-race single track sections, I just kind of hammered and uh, was able to to stay clear and well, here we go. This should together. Okay, now, so spoken like a true man, she sees a gap, she's going to get hard, and she's going to hammer it, which is exactly <laughs> what she did to these gals. But now, listening to that, you know, obviously this you, you, this was a close, tight race that came down to the wire, right? What what a drama Wrong. king. Given the stat, tell them where these other gals came in. Killips won in eight hours, 28 minutes, and seven seconds, beating out second place Onweller by four minutes and beating out third place Oliviera by seven minutes. Four minutes is a lifetime. In a, when you're in talking a bicycle of, race, in, absolutely. An eight-hour bicycle, that's a lifetime. That is, she could, he, I didn't say he, I don't give a damn. He could stop, smoke a cigarette, and eat a sandwich, okay? And he still would have beaten them. Yeah. So this guy gets, oh, it was really hard. It was this, but we saw the game, and we did this, and we just hammered up. No, no, I could probably I could probably place 10th, and I'm not a bicyclist. Do you know why? Because I'm a male. 
because I've got a bigger heart. I've got more blo- I've got more oxygen capacity. I have a, a stronger muscular skeletal structure. You're and they're celebrating this. This is this is the issue. Yeah. You know, and they talk about trans rights, fine, trans rights, and it turns into this garbage. Yeah. If you haven't already, uh, take the time, go to uh, YouTube and, well, hell, I forgot this part. Go to our YouTube first. There you go. Eldonzo, uh, YouTube.com slash Eldonzo D's. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff on there that we, you know, that isn't on the show. A lot of, we have a lot of fun because it's uncensored, unfiltered, and we just kind of uh, shoot the breeze, so to speak. But while you're there, also go check out Kevin Ferris's YouTube channel, Speechless with Kevin Ferris. Go Kevin. Last week he had a uh, a really good interview with Riley Gaines was on yeah. his show. Yeah, and, and that ties into this as far as uh, transgenders in women's sports, men in women's sports. But yeah, I, I'm a little <laughs> bit more, uh, I would say, just upfront about it than than a lot of other people. Uh, last thing I want to get to, and then I've got a little little bit here that I forgot to get on the show notes, but I want to cover that as well. If we cover it in the next segment, we will. If you're just tuning in, uh, you're an hour or two right now of the Aldonzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9. So let's go ahead and do this story. This is Fox News. Feds banned from flying non-U.S. flags under new GOP bill after White House flies pride flag. Uh, Republican Senator Roger Marshall introduced a bill on Wednesday, Flag Day, aimed at preventing government buildings from flying any flag other than the American flag. The bill known as the One Flag for All Act will make it illegal to fly, drape, or display any flag other than the American flag on federal buildings or properties, with limited exceptions. His bill is a response to the Biden admin's decision to fly the pride flag more prominently than the American flag over the weekend during a gay pride celebration at the White House. All right. Yeah, the flag code states that no flag should be equal to or above the United States flag in, in any presentation. And as everybody by now has seen uh, at the White House balcony, there is a pride flag and then an American flag and then another pride flag all on the same plane. And uh, a lot of you, people are losing you, their mind over you it. You can fly whatever flag you want at your house. You can fly the Gadsden flag. You can fly the pride flag. You can fly the Confederate flag. But when it comes to our country and our federal properties, there's only one flag that's going to fly there. Aldonzo D Show will be right back. Hey, this is the Eldonzo and D Show coming back at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And I got to start this out with something I thought was kind of funny. Okay? And this is kind of, this is, I think this is from a year ago, but I'm just now seeing it and people are just now sharing it. You know, it's one of those things. Somebody came across it. Uh, anybody that watches the Ingram Angle, she has this guy on there named Raymond Arroyo. Which is a pretty smart guy. He comes on there and does, uh, I can't remember, there's some segment he does. It's all his own segment. Raymond's Takes or Everybody Loves Raymond or some stuff like that. I don't know what it is. But anyway, he, he's he's pretty good commentator. He comes on there. And Dees and I were listening to this before the show. And we're kind of, I don't know, we're kind of arguing back and forth whether this is, is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? We don't know what it is. Um, we're going to play it for you. They got into a little bit of a heated debate. Or like a misunderstanding. And we're going to play it for you guys that are listening right now. And you tell us what you think. 
like comment on the video or, or get on and send us a message. But here it is. Here, let's let her rip. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, you where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. Wait, what? 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 What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is, the, is the Raymond even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a. We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it, what you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had Raymond. I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. Well, what's it called? <laughs> you. What is you. It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We got to get it's out of It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. Right there. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to a What? I can't explain Second this. Second base. The pop about? singer. Okay, so, so this is obviously Raymond Arroyo is talking about, supposedly talking about the series You. Yes. Y-O-U on, U- on Netflix, which is the name of the series. Yeah, it was, was very popular for a while. So there's this was either one or two things happened, okay? Either A, this was all staged, and this was this was a bomb. This was a complete catastrophe here. A, a very poor ripoff of who's on first. Yeah, because it doesn't come across like they're not... doesn't come across like a joke. It comes across as Laura Ingram's a an idiot okay but then raymond arroyo it keeps going you it's you it's it just seems very staged mm. now if they just made a mistake they were trying to be funny that's one thing but if they weren't like look anytime you go on a podcast you have notes or you go on a radio show especially something as big as laura ingram you're going to kind of know what you're talking about right you would think like yeah. you'd have a punch list of these five items. Okay, Ray. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else you want to throw in there? Yeah. Let's just talk about this Netflix series called you. I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. It's uh, was, was this a live show? Yeah. Okay. That's I don't somebody, know. They, some producer should have like got in their ear and like, if it wasn't staged, if this was an actual like organic thing, somebody should have been like, just move on. And I, I I agree. It reminds me of that scene in City Slickers when the one guy is trying to explain how to program VCR. And right, I can't remember the Joe Joe Montenga or whatever his name was was in the background. Montenga, like, oh, yeah. just forget it, forget it. He's not ever gonna get it. The cows could record something by now. Like she's just absolutely clueless. John Lovitz. No, that was City Slickers too. Oh, that's right. That was C. Slickers, too. Yeah. Well, look at my genius not showing on mm-hmm. the old Donzo and D show. Uh, hey, there's something else I wanted to, to get into real quick. Talking about funny stuff. Uh, let me go down to this. Geo, GOP rep Anna Paulina Luna, Republican Florida, has introduced legislation aimed at fining Democratic Representative Adam Schiff a staggering $16 million for his role in the Democrats' first Trump impeachment witch hunt. The legislation accuses Schiff of acting dishonorably on many occasions, claiming that he falsely denied his staff's coordination with a whistleblower. All right. 100% needs to be censured. 100% needs to be censured. But all these idiots that are on here condemning the Republicans that voted against this are, are not much better because they need to do a little research. They, they absolutely do. They, act, they actually cannot find it. It's him. illegal. 
It's illegal to it, do it. It violates two I, of the constitutional amendments. But I think this was, was, look, and people getting worked up about the Republicans that didn't go for it. I get it. This, this is all this was. I think they're going to end up censuring him. They got to do it without the 16 mil. Yeah. I think that I think they're going to have another run at this and everybody's going to agree to it. That's the speculation is that they're going to do it again. This this was a show just to just just to prove how much they don't like Adam Schiff and how corrupt he is. Yeah. So they threw a 16 million dollar price tag, which he wouldn't pay it anyway, even if he was fine to do it. Adam Schiff should be run out of Washington with torches and pitchforks is what I think about it. I don't know. What do you think? These because he really was the purveyor. Of all this, I've got evidence that he colluded with Russia and the DNC servers were hacked and, and all this other stuff. So yeah. I get why they're doing it, and I get why people didn't back it. Yep. So, yep. I mean, it's just one of those deals. Uh, one of the things I wanted to get to that we that kind of brushed over, back, it. back to the in the world of the trans thing, uh, gamers, this is, this is for you, and if you're not a gamer, uh, it's still pretty interesting. Nick Merckx, who is a very, very popular streamer, in the uh, gaming world with both like Call of Duty and I think he played a lot of Fortnite and uh, Apex Legends. Well, anyway, a video was posted of a big protest where a fight broke out in California over this Pride Month celebration. And Nick Merckx, who just had a child, tweeted, uh, let, me, let me preface this, Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman are two of the most prominent streamers. They were actually chosen by... Uh, Activision slash Call of Duty to go have their bodies scanned and placed in the game. You can literally what? purchase their skin, you know, character. So they're now, you can play as them in the game. Like this is, it's happened before, but it's like a, usually a huge deal. And this literally just happened uh, three, four weeks ago. So Call of Duty can sell these, you know, character skins to two players who want to play as their famous favorite streamer. Now, <clears throat> fast forward to all this Pride Month stuff, and this fight broke out in California. And Nick Merckx, who just had a baby, tweeted, "They should leave little children alone. That's the real issue." It's Fair enough. Said. That's all he said. Call of Duty basically put out a statement that said due to recent, not basically, this is what they actually said on Twitter. Due to recent events, we have removed the Nick Merck's operator bundle from modern warfare two and the Warzone store. We are focused on celebrating pride with our employees and our community and the call of duty gaming community. And now pretty much anybody who's read this story lost their minds about it. And rightfully so. Now, what has gotten so funny about this, and Tim the Tapman, who is a very good friend of Nick Merckx, uh, first he kind of uh, tiptoed around it for a day, and he got roasted. Then he came out and did the right thing, did the friend thing, and said, you know what, I went in with Nick to get my operator uh, scan, take mine off the store too, and, good. They, and they did it. Good. Well, it's about time. But here, Sorry, Go here, Here's the beauty of it. Call of Duty, like they tweet everything, you know, game updates, you know, trailers for this, that, and the other. And now every single tweet, and they've deleted a lot of them, but it happens every time. If you go to Call of Duty on Twitter, just click on any of their tweets. Everybody, with the exception of a few people who live under a rock and don't know what's going on, regardless of what Call of Duty tweets, everybody else tweets, leave children alone. Like literally by the thousands, like this is absolutely ridiculous. It isn't like he came out and said 
that you know these people need to be executed or anything. He just but said, they treat him like that. Yeah, he just said leave children alone, and they they take it away from him, and of course it's created a giant uh, crap storm in the gaming community, which I'm a huge part of. And it's just a really bad look, especially for a company as big as Activision is in the gaming world. They've they've lost their collective minds or they're part of something that we don't get to see every day. There's got to be a tactic to this. So I wanted to I want to follow that up with something. And of course, Bud Light, OK, is still in, in damage control. So you think they are right. Uh, this is Fox Business. Bud Light, uh, Bud Light maker CEO tells customers, "We hear you, but doesn't apologize to sales tanks." So we all know the Bud Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney, and that's got to be one of the worst things that a business has ever done. Right. Uh, and I've got a side note. We're going to read through this a little bit. Anheuser Busch CEO Brandon Whitworth has released a message telling customers, consumers, "We hear you." As sales of the beer giant's Bud Light brand continue to slide following a partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, uh, as a result. Coors and Miller Lite. So Coors Light increased by 25.8, almost 26%. And Miller Lite rose by 21.5%. Now, they're still in free fall, Bud Light is. They haven't recouped anything. It gets incrementally worse every week. I had a report, and I'm trying to find it. It was a story. Forgive me here. Let me see if I can find this. I thought I got this on there, but if I don't, I'm going to read it to you anyway because I remembered it good enough. There was actually uh, a guy came out, an insider, and it had, it had Anheuser-Busch and said that they had been failing for years and that there's no way that they could have known this partnership with Dylan Mulvaney wouldn't be as catastrophic as it is. Now, he says he's heard from people in Anheuser-Busch that they were getting so bad they were looking at needing to go into restructuring, which is almost like bankruptcy, which means that they have all these debts and everything and they need to have a reason to actually start restructuring. Now, this hasn't been confirmed yet. I've only got this from a couple places. But this guy's pretty much saying that they did this on purpose to tank everything so they could rebuild their brand. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Dees, I wouldn't be surprised if lobsters started crawling out of your ears. But, uh, hey, this is the El Donzo and Dees show right here on Cities 92.9. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be coming back at you after all these uh, commercial massages. Hey, this is the El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. And we were just talking in the last segment about Bud Light and why these companies are doing it. Maybe they were, you know, this was some nefarious thing they were doing to try and restructure their business because it makes no sense to anybody. And look, nobody in their right mind, you know, look at Adidas, 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 look at Adidas, look at Nike and everything they've done about this stuff. Yeah. But that... Do they really need to rebrand? I don't know. There's something about it. But Bud Light was the big was the big uh, catalyst, I think, that really drove this. And the fact that these brands are coming out now and doing it is kind of kind of befuddling to me. I don't know. What do you think? No, it's I mean, again, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, if they did plan it this way, I'm guessing or betting that they did not think that it would have quite this effect. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. This was, like I said, the, the Black Rocks and all these other people, sources are really pulling the strings, so who knows? Like I said, this I've said this from the get-go, dude. This is There's a tactic to everything, all right? I don't want to just believe that these people are just simply stupid. They're doing this for a reason. Either they're doing it for their own gain somehow, or they're being told to do it by the masters that actually pull the strings. Um, Fox News. I want to get into the story. Have you had a chance to read this about the Fox News uh, Chiron that they aired with uh, uh, during Joe Biden's thing when they had him? Well, they didn't have him on. They were covering him. No. Okay, so let's just go to this real quick. Fox, I got to find that. Let me, let me, let me get this real quick. And I'm having trouble actually finding it because I want to find the exact quote. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we read the story because I want to preface this correctly. And I'm having such an issue. I got three different stories up here cover three different things. What was the quote about? The, the quote was about Joe Biden. So they had him up on screen on Fox News. And it said, wannabe <coughs> dictator has his political opponent arrested. First, they scolded the producer who put the banner on the screen. Less than 24 hours after that, he resigned. Is that what the Yeah, that's what for? it is. I'm just I want to find it so I can say it verbatim. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. You is, just want to is make Is that the exact quote cuz I'm looking at it. Yeah, it may be the exact quote. Yeah. That that's what was actually up there. You know how they have the the video of the president doing something then they have the banner that says, you know, yeah, President Biden appeared It's like an overlay, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, it lasted for 27 seconds and they took it down. Well, they ended up pressuring this guy to resign. Uh yeah, less than 24 hours after that, he resigned. He had been at Fox for more than a decade. He was considered one of the most capable people in the building. He offered to stay for the customary two weeks, but Fox told him to clear out his desk and leave immediately. Because God forbid he tells the truth, which is the truth. Want to be dictator. I mean, that's exactly what Joe Biden's doing. We covered that in the first segments. Mm -hmm. So this one's from Mediai. MSNBC beat Fox News last week in primetime in both total viewers and in the key 25 to 54 age demographic, ending a 120-week winning streak for Fox in primetime. MSNBC saw a surge in the ratings surrounding the federal indictment of Donald Trump and not only scored its best week since the 2022 midterm elections, but also ended the week as the most watched network on cable television for the first time in over two years since February of 2021. Now, this goes to show you that Fox News has crapped the bed. Because not only when they got rid of Tucker did they lose the 8 p.m. time slot, but every other time slot around him for two or three shows hemorrhaged hemorrhaged like half their viewership and now you got cnn and pms nbc all running away with it and then they come out this guy puts this up all right one of these what was he a producer or something puts it up and then 24 hours later he's gone so that was like to see that on fox news as, as a as me as a guy that used to watch Fox and thought they went downhill, I'm like, hey, they're finally waking up. Maybe this is a good tactic for them to get some of the viewers back. Not that they would. And then, lo and behold, that they don't want to cop to it because the Murdochs are a bunch of POSs. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of these things. And then Trump got on here. Uh, this is Gateway Pundit. President Trump responds to Tucker Carlson's barn burner Twitter episode. So Tucker got on this. Uh, he took the glove off in episode four of his Twitter show, dubbed Wannabe Dictator, referring to Joe Biden after he had his main political rival arrested last week. 
Tucker Carlson brilliantly, brilliantly illustrated why Joe Biden is indeed a wannabe dictator. On Friday, Trump shared his views in a reaction to political commentator Tucker Carlson, a person he labeled a very good guy. He had this to say. Tucker Carlson, a very good guy, is exactly right. The number one reason the totally corrupt Biden administration and the sick Washington establishment are after me is because I stand up to their failed foreign policy agenda. The one thing Washington cannot forgive is that I put America first. Always put America first. I could never help it. I have to do that in order to make America great again. Have Which is been, pretty much have, what we just said. Yeah. Have you been watching the Tucker episodes? I watched a few of them. I wanted to There's actually... only four, but... I, yeah, it's like I watched the first one, then I watched this one where he talks about the wannabe dictator. I wanted to actually play it, but I was afraid that it would be too long, and I didn't want to chop it up. So maybe we'll like get a link to that and put it on Facebook. or Yeah, and if we can actually get something to put up there, I think that'd be good. And I think there's probably reasons why he's doing it so short at this point. I don't know if it's the thing with Fox News or what it is. Yeah, um, they sent a cease and desist to him. They're saying, saying that it's a breach of contract. Yeah, I'm doing the handshake motion right now as I'm sitting here <laughs> in the studio. Like, whatever. They always threaten stuff like that. Uh, but, but big thing is, it's nice to see that people on our side, and I say our side, I'm not just saying conservatives, but libertarians, people are just fed up with it are actually gaining some traction and giving them a taste of their own medicine. Now, we've got some other stories. We've been doing this serious stuff for too long on this show, I think, uh, for this uh, couple hours anyway. So, Dees, what do you got pulled up? What Can we just take a break for a second? Well, I mean, this is this is still kind of serious, but pretty amazing, though. Uh, have you seen the story about the Colombian plane crash? Oh, yeah, I did. The kids the survived. Kids. Yeah. yeah, this is nuts. So, a uh, plane took off from some... Uh, village in Colombia, uh, part of the Hiatoto indigenous group. Um, they were leaving, flying somewhere else in Colombia with three adults and four children. The children were aged 13, nine, four, and one. Uh, there was a problem with the plane, went down, and they, they searched and searched, and they found the plane, uh, I want to say within four Five days, something along those I mean, lines. It was a terribly long time, but I mean, for being stranded out in the middle of the jungle, that's pretty impressive. And, and they did locate uh, four of the bodies, that being of, or I'm sorry, three of the bodies of the adults. However, they could not find the four children until 40 days later. Whoa. They found the kids aged 13, 9, 4, and 1, and they were still alive. They had survived in the jungle basically by eating. Uh, seeds and berries and fruits that they found in the Amazon and they were hiding in inside of tree trunks to avoid all the uh, the different uh, creepy crawlies crawling around the Amazon. I can't even imagine, you know, at that age to have the wherewithal to, you know, keep your, your siblings alive and everything. And I, apparently the mother survived for, they, they say, two to three days. And then when she died, that's when the, they ate uh, her. Huh? They ate her. No, did they? Oh, no. I just, I, I, I just thought it'd be a good twist. Well, the story yeah, like yeah they, that'll probably be in the movie version of it. But <laughs> uh story has then come out saying that uh, the reason that they were leaving was because there's a group there that basically enslaves children and the mother was worried and so she wanted to get them out of there. And, of course, plane went down. And now there's a big custody battle. 
because apparently the father of two of the children was uh, allegedly abusive. So maybe that plays part in them leaving too. But just that, I mean, it's it's a happy ending because the kids survived. Sad that their their mother is gone, but uh, that that's wild. I will, I'll be shocked if this isn't some kind of uh, move, either Netflix thing or some kind of TV deal. Oh, somebody's going to sensationalize. Somebody's some going to buy the story. Yeah, you know, it's actually a pretty good story. I mean, these kids are alphas. If you take these little kids and you throw them out in the middle of the jungle in a plane crash and their mom died, and they have that thing that kicks in, that that primitive instinct. Yeah, they became alphas. Okay, they had to survive and they did it, uh, and they took care of each other. Do you is, imagine like? I sounds bad saying this, but like take some kids from America and like throw them in an Amazon jungle. Well, without with, junk with, food and video games, yeah, I don't no think video games, no well. cell phone. Yeah. It's probably not going to turn you know, out with that was, quite the happy. Ending. That was, that was something to me and me. I think he's a brother of mine or I can't remember. We were talking about that. Imagine right now, if you take a 16 year old kid and you take away his cell phone, you don't, ha- he doesn't have any food or water. And you take him and you drive him out a hundred miles away from his house and you drop him off in the middle of nowhere. No roads, no nothing. What's that kid going to do? Die. He's going to die. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, definitely going to die. I don't have my cell phone. I can't call my you friends. You know, these old school stories and movies like uh, with Lord of the Flies. and you. Uh, I remember Aldonzo and Dee's were kids. We didn't have cell phones. No. We, and, and our parents purposely dropped us off as far away from the damn house as they could. We had to find our way back. Yep. This is the Aldonzo and Dee show on Cities 92.9, and we will be right back after these are commercial massages. back again bigger life and twice as ugly this is the Eldonzo and d show coming at you from the skyhammer studios right here on cities 92.9 the news and talk of Bloomington normal i of course am the one and the only Eldonzo. i'm d's and thank the lord there's only one of you hey you know what i've got an offspring that that you know they they say that the apple didn't fall far from the tree well you know him the apple rolled down the trunk <laughs> so there's another one of me coming up he's going to the marine corps very proud of him um yeah so there's another one of me so when i when i die and fade away there will be another one to take my spot and just drive everybody up a wall these you got a story you wanted to get to we were just talking about it on the break and let's let's have it because i got one that kind of kind of ties into this as well yeah before we get into that though i do want to take this time to remind you that if you have not already please 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 go to facebook.com slash eldonzo d's like and follow us there also on Twitter at twitter.com, or I'm sorry, at Eldonzodees on Twitter. So give us a, a follow there as well. And of course, like I mentioned before, our big YouTube channel. So uh, also youtube.com slash Eldonzodees. And on that channel, we do post some show clips, but we post a, a lot of stuff that isn't fit for radio, if you know what I'm saying. And isn't fit for minors. Uh, so keep that in mind. For we, sure, yeah. We cut loose a lot on that one. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. I'm sure we'll probably do a live stream at some point in the next few days and, and maybe cover some of the stuff we didn't get to. Anyway, moving on. Florida man convicted in 1984 murder of babysitter while children slept is executed. Dwayne Owen, age 62, killed two women in 1984 and attacked two others who survived. Uh, As two children slept, 
and then a separate murder and rape was executed Thursday after being one of the state's longest serving death row inmates. Almost 40 years it took them to kill this guy. He was given a lethal injection at 614 at the Florida State Prison in Stark, Florida. His last meal, bacon cheeseburger with no bun, you know, because he's probably on keto. Got to watch his you know, girlish figure. Got to watch his weight right before he, yeah. Uh, some onion rings, strawberries, vanilla milkshake, and cherry ice cream and coffee. Jeez. Wait, stop, stop. Repeat that again. He had, he had, a, he had a, a bacon cheeseburger with, with, no, no, with bun, no bun. But then he had onion, onion rings, rings and a strawberry milkshake. No, no, strawberries. Okay. And a vanilla milkshake. And cherry ice cream, and then washed all that down with a uh, a nice cup of Joe. Well, wait a minute. Why not have the bun? I don't know. What? This is stupid. This guy deserved to be killed. I'm sorry. Yeah, my- he deserved to be taken away from society. Wait, you when you have a bun, but I'll have that vanilla milkshake, and I'll have the onion rings, but I don't want that bun. I mean, I don't know if that's how the guy talked, but after 40 years in prison, I'm sure he wasn't... Uh, Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. Continue the story. Yeah, he um, he raped and stabbed multiple times Karen Slattery, age 14. Jeez. And then also raped and killed Georgiana Warden, age 38, in um, two months later, both in Palm Beach County. And then he attacked two other women in Palm Beach County who survived. Uh, again, the 14-year-old was stabbed and raped at a home in Delray Beach while the two children were sleeping. And then two months later in Boca Raton, he attacked the other woman with a hammer while he raped her. And her kids found her body the next morning while getting ready for school. Wow, terrible. Here's my problem. Why did it take 40 years to kill this person? I shouldn't have. I mean, look, Eldonzo and these are pretty efficient guys. I think that we could have probably done it like immediately after the trial. Yeah. I'd say with one bullet for like, I don't, I charge him a six pack. Yeah. Especially for a crime like that. I mean, look, I'll, whatever you get your appeal. If you, you know, insanity, however you get one. Uh, appeal. Oh, he's, in, he's insane. Fry him in a clown suit. Yeah. Okay. It's, you know, th- this whole thing we're leaving people on death row is just absolutely nuts. Well, it's nothing, but what do they say? It's like $70,000 a year to pay for these people that are in prison. Yeah. Just, just take him out back and shoot him. Just yeah. get this now, over multiply with. that by the 39 years that it took to finally execute this person. That's a lot of money to keep this scumbag alive. Well, that's a lot of money. And a lot of things, it's something that people don't realize is, you know, uh, prisons don't make money because they're subsidized. That's our money. Yeah. That's our tax dollars. Exactly. We want to keep these POSs alive. So anyway, I got something that I kind of want to tie into that. We talk about death. Uh, this is New York Post, and this this is one of those interesting things. Turns out there is life after death, at least for some lucky patients. An emergency room doctor who has seen two people return to life after being declared dead is speaking out about the surreal experience in a new essay. Dr. Stephen Hughes, a senior lecturer in medicine at England's Anglia Ruskin University, said instances of people regaining consciousness after passing away are very rare, but not beyond the realm of possibility. Dees, have you ever heard about this stuff, man? I have not. Okay, we're going to get back in the get back in the story. In a piece penned for the conversation, the doc declared that he once saw an elderly woman return to life after another medic confirmed her death. He says, one day in the hospital, a colleague pronounced an elderly woman dead, but a short while later, she started breathing again, and her pulse was briefly restored, which kind of leads into briefly restored that she died. So there's a phenomenon with this, and this has happened. 
And uh, one of the local radio hosts here in our area had one of those things, uh, and we need to get him on here and talk to him about it. I don't know if he's listening right now, if he ever listens. Um, but I would like to actually get his take on it. He's done it with a couple of other shows. I've uh, been on and spoke. I think he was clinically dead for like 40 minutes. Who's this? This was uh, Scott. Oh, Robbins? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, did, uh, I didn't know had, that. Had a heart attack years ago. And yeah, he was, um, yeah, he was, I think he was gone for 40 minutes. I should text him and try and see if he can come on and do the show with us at some point and talk about that. Uh, but that was a different uh, set of circumstances. What they're saying, this doctor is coming out and saying is because it's uh, barbiturates and alcohol killed one of them. And the barbiturates put them into a death-like sleep where their brain was kept alive long enough. And then the barbiturates wore off. And then they eventually came out of it and regained a noticeable pulse and then started breathing again. But I think that stuff's, I don't know if you call them lucky. Yeah, they're lucky. Um, but it depends if they can actually get out of that. But that's got to be that's got to be weird, you know. You're in the morgue and you get somebody, you put a toe tag on them, and then they start breathing again. It's like back in the day when they used to bury people. They used to have those pipes with little bells, and if they'd start breathing, the bell would ring. Did you ever see those? Yeah. Did Did you see the story in Ecuador? Uh, I don't believe I did. Basically, a, a woman died, and I don't know why they they were in such a hurry, but they put her in a coffin and closed the coffin at her wake. She started knocking on the coffin. 76 year old. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. She was in I some kind of transitive state that slowed her, her heart rate and breathing down to the point where it was undetectable. And they were basically at her funeral and she started knocking on the coffin. Praise the Lord. It's a miracle. Yeah. Uh, let's see how much time I got left. Uh, Connor McGregor is accused of violently sexually assaulting a woman in a bathroom at the NBA finals. This reportedly took place, uh, I believe, last Saturday between the uh, Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. And um, some video has come out. The initial story was that the NBA and Miami Heat security basically kind of corralled this woman into a bathroom, which then Conor McGregor came out of the stall surrounded by his security where he shoved her up against the wall, forcibly kissed her, uh, and then forced oral sex and attempted uh, sodomy on her. <clears throat> but now video evidence has come out that clearly shows Conor McGregor coming through the crowd, grabs, you know, like she holds her hand out and walks with him into the bathroom and the door closes behind them. Doesn't oh. look like anybody else goes in. She even said in the statement, her lawyer that sent a letter saying that she's looking to settle with the NBA, the heat and Conor McGregor in lieu of litigation. Now, I'm not trying to victim shame or anything, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that? Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to, she wants money. I don't want to take this to court. Just pay me. Yeah, exactly. Just pay me. You she know, went in there with, look, look, Connor McCrager's a nutcase and that's why I like him. Okay. But there's no way this, this is the same thing with the Trump stuff. This is just somebody looking for money. Did you see where he punched out the Miami heat mascot? Yeah. Yeah. That was same night. That happened at halftime, and then this alleged you incident gotta, happened I, I wish, not long after a, that. That was that was a planned skit, but I think that it they... It went awry. Yeah, I so think he hit Conor him Mc, so hard. So that, Conor McGregor's pushing his new uh, uh, pain spray, right? Yeah. So he's supposed to come out and hit the, the Miami Heat mascot. 
like mess with him. Yeah. No, Connor McGregor he swings looks. swings back to last Tuesday and hauls <laughs> off and knocks this guy out and then and, punches him again when he's on the ground. No, everybody starts cheering. Then he goes down and drills him again, and they drag his like lifeless body off the court, and everybody's cheering. What they didn't know is. Connor McGregor actually beat the crap out of yeah, this guy. Yeah, I believe he had a concussion, but uh, that that's the least of his worries right now, but we'll see how it turns out. Speaking of worries, don't have no worries. This is the Eldonzo and D Show, and you know when you hear this song, it's time for us to wrap it up put the old Maserati away. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we'll be coming back at you next Saturday right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. See ya.